Welcome everybody to the fourth installment of the Keep Podcast. Welcome to another Keep Experience. James, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, you guys can hear it a little on the weather, a little tired, but the show must we got an episode of Keep, <laughs> and that is that is just a bright spot in every day. You for know, the people. For the people. Um, also for us. Like I love doing this, so yeah. I'm happy to be here. That's fair. Um, do you have a life-changing story for us as we open up this episode? Yeah, so this experience. Not, mm, this, experience. Yeah. this experience. Yeah, that's what I have for you guys. Because we're really an experience. We're an experience. Yeah, we're setting, we're setting culture. We're changing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, we're influencing. Yeah, we're yeah. an experience. Yeah. Yeah, better than that. Better than an episode. No. Um, we last longer than just an episode. Right. Yeah. Right. Because we stay with you. Like you bring us into, hopefully, hopefully your conversations. Like we, we encourage you know your thoughts, precisely the way you think about things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that definitely makes us an experience. Like an episode is something you just watch real quick, laugh at, or mm-hmm. cry at, depending on you know what the content is, and, and just kind of move on. Not much investment. No, not a lot of investment. Yeah. Um, so you should really be experiencing heaves. Yeah, I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so life changing stuff. Um no. no <laughs> not really. Uh I would say say life altering slightly. Okay. But like or like yeah, in the short term, life right. changing stuff. Yeah. Um so as you know I graduated. Congrats. Thank you. And I've been tiling for the last couple of weeks now. Professional tiler, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you guys need any work, I I can't do it myself. Uh, but you know a guy. But I know a guy. How about a guy? Yeah. And if you want to see a keyed co-host be the right-hand man to a guy doing your tile, let me know. Yeah. Um, if you live in the Lansing area. I think a lot of our <laughs> listeners are in Metro Detroit or other states. Um, or international. Or international. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Actually, yeah, I'd fly to Ireland. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. To do a tile. Yeah, if you want to pay for my yeah, then I'd be happy to go and do that. Um, so something that's come along with this tiling is the first day I go in, it's like, all right, sweet, let's get lunch. And mm-hmm. I had actually packed the lunch, right? But it was like, let's go get lunch. Yeah. It was like, so I go out and go to Culver's. And I'm like, right. okay, I'm not going to like just pull out like my Apple and PB&J <laughs> in the middle of this Culver's, yeah. right? Like that feels rude mm-hmm. to, like, to him. To, to the Culver's employees, like that's just a little disrespectful. Did know? he pay for your first lunch? He didn't. No. Is that standard? I don't know. I feel like. Oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> okay. But he didn't, which okay. is which yeah. is fine. Um, he treats he treats me well. He pays me probably more than I should, at least for now. Like at that time, like I li- I didn't know, like I knew nothing about Tyler. Really yeah. Going in. Yeah. Um. He's really just your right. So mentor. Exactly. Yeah. So he he paid me for that day to essentially just sit around and watch him. So. Did we have to buy my lunch on top of that? No, I didn't expect to do it. Okay. Anyway, so go to Culver's. And yeah, uh, that happens. And then the next day, also, just go out for fast food. Ah, okay. And it's the same thing. Two days in a row. Two days in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. You also bring a PBJ apple. So I did it, because I knew actually that we were going to go out. And so yeah. so this kind of, we, we go down this, this cycle where, like, every single morning, like, I started to realize, like, okay, I probably shouldn't eat fast food every single day for lunch. Probably not. Probably not. And so every single morning I would like set my alarm to wake up to like make a lunch. I was like, ah, I'll just sleep for 10 more minutes. Yeah. And not make a lunch. And I kept doing that. I've done that for the last three weeks. Yeah. Um, and, and I had a coach 
back in high school when I played hockey that told us all that we had to be on this diet where we had no fast food, no fried food, and no like excess sugar. Okay. And I've been breaking all of that, obviously, every uh, single day. Right. What's your coach's name? Coach Justin. Coach Justin would not be happy. With Coach Justin would not be happy with me right now. No. And it turns out, so for the last three weeks now, every single workday, fast food, oh, fried nice. food, yeah, yeah. <laughs> excess sugar. Um, and turns out, Coach Justin knew something. Mm. <laughs> really? really? Yeah, 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 yeah. They do. Um, at least on this topic. <laughs> and it's because we went and we played a we played a soccer game a couple days ago. That yeah. did happen. And I get out there, and, and we did play last semester, and like, I'm not in like peak shape, right? Like, I'm not training, I'm not like, not in high school anymore, right? I'm yeah. like in the gym all the time. Yep. Um, but like, you know, I'm still 22, I can still, I can still run. You're young. Yeah, I'm young, yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so we played last semester, and I had been able to, like, you know, keep up. And then we get out there this game, and I ran for like three minutes, and it was just like gasping for breath. And then I was like, <laughs> Oh, like, and then, like, it's my mask. It's the morning mask. So oh, I was just slipping it down over the nose a little bit, yeah. you know. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Need to breathe. Need to breathe. Need to breathe. Yeah. Breathe. yeah. I think you suck, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I love masks, by the way. Um, I think they're very helpful. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, so I'm going down on the nose, I can, like, breathe a little bit. It just doesn't happen. I thought it was a mask, but it's not. I thought it was a mask. Yeah, I kept trying to blame it on other things. Yeah. Just wasn't other things. It was thing. just it three of fast food. Just three of fast food. And yeah, so anyways, I was for Justin, if you listen to this, you were right to have us do that. Um, to anyone that like has any influence over like what fast food serves, like I don't know if it's just like part of the deal of like getting it fast, it has to be like this horrible for me, or if it's like another thing like I don't know. And like we've heard a lot about this. Yeah. You know, like when we were kids growing up and only before we had to watch Super Size Me, right? Yeah. yeah. And chew on this. Okay. There's a book that went into like how McDonald's be there or you know, just like another thing. Okay. Yeah. Didn't read that one, but it's I'm I'm sure it's the same narrative that people have been saying for forever. And like I kinda of didn't really believe it. And like also like I, yeah. Um I can't like I watched I didn't. I remember I was young, and then my mom showed me this one clip of like this pink goo that ended up in the. Oh, I remember when I was going around McDonald's. Yes. And since then, I just stopped eating chicken nuggets. I was a huge fan of chicken nuggets. Yeah. Then I watched the video, and then I was starving. I was like, nope, not eating that anymore. Right. Got out of the game. Yeah. So I kind of didn't believe it. Like there's mm-hmm. like kind of like this ignorance that we can like put ourselves in. Yeah. Like it's actually way easier than I want it to be. Like, you can just like, like I can actually see something like that and then like be grossed out by it and then kind of forget about it and like just enjoy a yeah. nugget, you know? Maybe not the next day. Maybe like three, three days. days. <laughs> 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 um But then yeah, no, just like within three weeks, just very clearly saw that this is like just pretty detrimental. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a point here. To not eat fast food. Only fast food, I guess. Right? Yeah. Also, there's like I know some like people talk about the, the reason that fast food is like so big, especially in like it's because it's so cheap and then like the convenience of it. And like people talk about how like oh people just like can't afford like groceries, so they have to go to like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And when I like I wasn't spending cheap at these places. Like 
They're quite like expensive now. They're kind of expensive. Like, like, yeah, yeah, $10 hours at some places. I mean, I could get a four for four. That's true. At yeah. Wendy's, but I'm like hungry yeah. pretty quickly after that. So like, I could probably get like something else on top of that and put like five bucks. And yeah. be like full, but like five bucks isn't that cheap. Like, like to be in yeah. Apple is way cheaper than that. And especially like if you're a family of three or four and you think well, it's like yeah. not gonna add up. Right. Longer. Yeah. So, I don't know. Good. I guess it's just the convenience of it. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. I brought up the connected to the game. Right. Just taking it back. Yeah. Uh, I suppose. I feel like it has to be more than that, though. But maybe not. Maybe I underestimate how advertising are. are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the power of advertising is uh, underrated. Yeah. There was, I mean, there's other points where, like, I'm just like, you crave it sometimes. Like, some things mm-hmm. are kind of good. Like, some tea bell at, like, one in the morning. Like, disagree, but yeah. Awesome. Disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a like, thing people talk about for no reason. Like, it kind of hits. It's just unreal, but like to do it all the time. Because it's in the brain, and I still love it at that part, or at that point in time. I think it's about an hour's worth. But it's broken. I'm going to jump on that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But, anyways, that's me. Nice. That's going to help you. My story's also food related. Okay. We're not a foodie podcast. (laughs) Not the best. But uh, I do have a food story for us. Um, A couple of days ago, I. Celebrating some close ones, some close relationships with mine, and in that we had crab legs for the first time. Do you have shout outs? So to, 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 to Mama Anthony and the rest of the game. Um, I had crab legs for the first time. Oh, a fancy, fancy, fancy dinner. Yeah. Um, not like cool. I'm not a big fan of seafood, but mm-hmm. I tried you know, yeah. crab legs. Yeah. yeah. They're hyped up. Yeah. Oh, yes. For sure. Um, and like, I like heard that you're like, you have to crack a leg mm-hmm. and like do all this. Did you get the bib and the gloves and like the little mallet? Got the mallet. Okay. And the scissors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open the bone and stuff like that. And I'm doing all this work to like get some crab meat. Yeah. And it just made me think about our, our homo sapien ancestors <laughs> that like, who at once weren't at the top of the food chain and had to like suck out the bone marrow and get like, the leftovers of these bones mm. because of all they had to eat. Yeah. I didn't like having to do all that work for some crab meat. It was good. Was it good? Yeah, but okay. like, I had to like cut open the bone, crack it, yeah. snap it, yeah. flap it. I feel like there's a bigger conversation here mm-hmm. about the like, the manufactured sense of like wildness. Or what, like wilderness living, okay. Yeah. Um, that people do, like going for hikes, or yeah, like it's camping. like or camping, yeah. yeah. And I feel like it kind of runs, it might run along the same lines. I, I know, know what you're getting at. Um, but yeah, I think you might be one of the only people that ever ate a crab leg and then immediately thought of our homo sapiens ancestors. <laughs> so um, it wasn't immediate, but it was like pretty. It was pretty soon after. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I couldn't help but think about that type of thing. Like, that's kind of what I was doing, but just yeah. with the high quality nutrition. Yeah. And you felt bad for them, or you felt like badass yourself, or like what was your thought? Neither. Process? Just like, I didn't think that 
go back to feeling like my ancestors. Okay. So you just not look in the end. Neanderthal. Right. Or uh, a Homo erectus or uh, okay. whatever other ancient species are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Nice. laughs> That's my story. That's a good story. Nice. Uh, what you got for us? Yeah, okay, so. It's a great experience. Yeah, this experience. So, this is, this is a topic that mm, sort of hits close to home. Because we're in the business. Because we're in the business, yeah. So, so some of our fellow podcasters mm-hmm. um, are, are going through a little bit. Specifically one. Uh, his name is Joe Rogan. You might have heard of him. Uh, hosts one of, one of the most popular, most listened to podcasts of all time. He kind of changed the way that podcasts are done. Um, if you guys think that our 50-minute episodes are too long, this man goes on marathons. Like, I'm pretty sure his average episode's like three hours long. Just yep. him and we usually have like one guest and they just like, they just chit-chat for a while. Um, yeah, about a whole host of different things. Uh, and one of those hosts of different things that was talked about a couple weeks ago was with this guy, Dr. Dr. Robert Malone, mm-hmm. if you've heard of him. Um, Okay. Nice. <laughs> um, neither had I, but apparently he was really popular for being canceled. Uh, that's a good start. He he was he's one of the guys that like worked on the mRNA vaccine technology uh, yeah. that has been applied now to like our COVID vaccines by Pfizer and Moderna. And he patented that like the eighties or nineties. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this is old stuff. So like all the things about like doing this thing about like new technology. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah, it's, it's a while ago um, that the mRNAs were being developed. And yeah, so he was on that team, and then he kind of came out as being a self-proclaimed vaccine skeptic. Not an anti-vaxxer, but a vaccine skeptic. Okay. Um, and yeah, so Twitter shuts him down, LinkedIn shuts him down, Instagram shuts him down, Facebook shuts him down. Okay, Right. Um, and then yeah, and then Joe Rogan has him on his podcast, and they yeah talk for three hours, and then a bunch of people are like, yeah, kind of get on this wave along with him. Like, oh, this guy has great points, and he's an MD. Like, we haven't heard any of this. Yeah. Um, they decide you know not get vaccinated, and yeah, so it's just kind of this whole like cascade, and so a bunch of different platforms now are like. Canceling Joe Rogan, or like at least deleting this episode. Yeah. Um, but Spotify keeps it up because they're like, they're, I don't, I don't know what their dollars. So like, just for some context, yeah. Joe Rogan signed this like a year to ago, like a hundred million dollar deal specifically with Spotify. Like that's the only place you're going to find these platforms. It's like Spotify and Joe Rogan's partnership. Yes. Like they're there kind of like protecting. Yeah. They do also put his stuff out on like YouTube later. Right. Like you can watch it in their news. That's after like a week or something. Right. But, but, yeah. but like these other platforms deleted this episode. Yeah. Um, and Spotify kept it up and a bunch of people called for Spotify to delete it and then some like artists have said, hey, I'm going to delete my music off of Spotify mm-hmm. if you guys don't take this down. And it's just been this whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. So now we're here. Um, so there's a couple things to talk about, I think, in this. Um, the first one being, so, I mean, yeah, Joe Rogan, content creator, podcast, we, content creators, podcast, what kind of role like, do you think that we have as content creators in mitigating the spread of misinformation and, like, choosing the information that we present and like, the kind of stuff that we talk about? 
so it's hard to say because like it's the fog is up there, so I don't like the change in culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's sadly going to uh, not listen or listen to Donda because you say so. But I don't know. Like, do yeah. we have that much? Do we or like does Joe Rogan have like so much influence to like make one person do or not do one thing? And people would say so. Yeah. I don't know though. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I got like a podcast like Joe Rogan or like other popular podcasts out there, like kind of like how to get the money. They're like abstract stuff, getting people to buy and not buy and like adopt certain values. And that's like true and all. But I feel like at the end of the day, people have like the choice. Yeah, I don't know what I'm getting at. Okay, <laughs> what you got? What do I have? So, yeah, I mean, I think we have a pretty big role in this. I think, well, I mean, so I think podcasts have a pretty big role. I think that I think that our listeners are unbelievably intelligent and for sure. like think for themselves. And I think that some other consumers don't do that as much. And I think that like we're kind of seeing Joe Rogan play a little naive in this, which I think he's allowed to do. Like I don't know if that's wrong or right of him to do that. Like I think it might be within his his rights to do that, but I think that it's like just the fact that people that listen to a lot of things like do not think critically about it and just kind of like consume and take it up. And like I think we make a very discreet point to say to you guys like hey these are our opinions but like think about it yourself you know yeah. and I feel like there might be less of that in another person's podcast and like that's where it can become problematic where you like you just kind of present one side and like not that we present both sides but like we recognize that it's another side yeah. on certain points on controversial topics um, why do you think people give so much weight to something like a Joe Rogan one that's just another guy talking on the microphone well because he has people on that he says and a lot of people say, oh, incredible. Like, we got to get on and talk with an MD yeah. who is, like, a big deal in the vaccine creating community. Mm-hmm. So, like, they come up with these credentials, which I think is, like, another big difference between them and us. You know, like, if we start having like, doctors and professors, like, that would put a different weight on what we do. Yeah. Um, there's also, like, a very different impact when you're talking about, like, vaccines and, like, disease versus talking about, like, takes on uh, Titanic or something. Right now. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I thought it was so much weight. Did you have a thought? Or? Uh, not really. It's so confusing when, like, the, the relationship between a consumer and a creator. Like, when there's somebody like Joe Rogan that has such a following, like, it's inevitable for, it's inevitable for people to, like, more or less want to look up to you and like want to be like you so then like whether you want as the creator of this um, situation whether you want to or not you have to be like bigger than yourself and like mm-hmm. responsible for all these people that you may or may not want that responsibility for and yeah getting better smart information right so we have any privilege of having 
like a little bit more of a direct communication with our fan base. Yeah. Have you noticed that we change opinions? Like, are people putting weight in us? Like, people are accusing Joe Rogan listeners of putting him. Um, I do have a couple an- anecdotes of people seeing my view on Disney and Marvel movies mm-hmm. ever since I went into that first Disney movie. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you've changed minds? Um, or do you think that people just kind of either agree and, and tell you that or disagree and, and tell you that? I may not have changed minds, per mm-hmm. se, but like, I opened up the conversation on things that people may have overlooked. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think the way that we go about things and, like, clearly expressing their opinions means that we don't have as much of a, like, sway on it. Mm-hmm. I think that we've... Like, we're the talent, so, like, people right. are, like, people like us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I think that we do open up a lot of those narratives for people, but I feel like it just kind of entrenches people actually more in, like, their opinions, almost. Yeah. Or, yeah, and hopefully, like, lets them see, like, gain a little respect for like whatever the other side is there like through those conversations so that's just inevitably going to happen right um but do I think we've changed minds not to my knowledge no that's fair on another topic since uh since the beginning (laughs) of the the first season um, yeah or at least in the first first couple episodes of the season uh, we talked about how MSU was going back online for the first three weeks um, and Stanley stuck true to his promise. Yeah. After those three weeks, if the numbers are looking good, we go back in person. And that's happening. And the numbers look good. Nice. And uh, today was our our first day back of in-person classes. Sweet. Um, and some some mixed mixed feelings right now. Yeah. In me, and also in like other friends of mine as okay. well. Um, you would think the college experience, you know, you don't want to be stuck behind the Zoom. No. You want to be like sitting next to your, your friends. Your yeah. Classes that yeah. you hopefully have. Right. It's not really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's cool enough, but like, I'm a senior and I'm just tired. <laughs> um, I don't want to go back in person for all my classes, especially if the lectures are kind of boring. Okay. That's a big factor. Yeah. Um, but like, having this privilege of like waking up at 10-19 for a 10-20 class mm-hmm. I'm cool okay so you're in that boat you're in the I'm in and out of the boat okay um you want the option I want the option I think that's probably should be the main uh if there's a a new um if there's a lesson to learn out of all this COVID school it should be that there should be classes should probably just be hybrid Give the give the students the option every class. For the most part, like how hard is it to record? Yeah, because at least in obviously all of our classes have the ability to just put a microphone on and turn on a Zoom class real quick. Pretty much, that's so not too much to ask of the professors. Do you think? That Although some of the professors have no clue how to use technology, it's kind of sad. That's really true. Especially the engineering one, kind of sad. <laughs> um, what are you gonna say? Do you think that anyone would go to class if they were all option online? Yeah, I mean, and I've I know people like right now that have the option. They're still going in person. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Do you miss in person classes? Yeah. So 
So when we first went online, I was like, this is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And then, yeah, you kind of get used to it. Yeah. And quickly. very quickly, yeah. And I think we don't, so if I'm going back last semester to be really hard, to be like really time consuming, mm-hmm. more so than I remembered it being. And so because of that, like the option of stay online was very enticing, but I also knew that going in person was just like a way better way to learn. Like, I don't yeah. think that I learned nearly as well as I should have with all the online school. Like, Not I feel woefully unprepared yeah. to like enter the next stage. I feel like that's normal. A little bit. I don't know. To some extent, yeah. That many people that like, based off stories, like that just knew what they were doing. 100% out of college. That's fair. You're going to be learning new stuff. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you should have like a good basis for like some conversation that you're going to have in the professional workplace or graduate school. Yeah. But like you're not going to go over 40% probably. That might be true. But I, it's definitely worse. Like, probably. It's, yeah. yeah. Like how worse it is or like how well my feeling represents how much I actually know. Like, I guess I'm not super sure. Yeah. But, like, I guess it's kind of a fact that school is worse online if you learn better in person. Yeah, I think actually the worst of it was the online exams. Because it was like, maybe not For sure. Like, work was hard. I saw this tweet a couple of days ago. It said, the student in me died in March 2020. Oh. COVID, like, <laughs> first was starting to go and like, yeah. really went online. And, like, I kind of feel that to some extent, like, since then, like school's been school, but like it's felt different. Like harder? No, or but like, just not, like not as enjoyable to like learn something. Yeah. Yeah, everything's more like more laborious. Yeah. To to to, to actually do like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um that's that's really true. And I thought going back in person would fix that. Mm. But it just felt more taxing. And people talk about, oh, let's get back to normal. Yeah, I don't know normal is anymore. <laughs> is, this a, is this like a podcast? Yeah. What do you mean is normal anymore? <laughs> it is really cool seeing people on campus yeah. and walking to and from class. Um, but the in-person class, at, the actual in-person class aspect, I could do with that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hated, I hated being online. And then we went back in person, and I was like pretty excited for that. But mm-hmm. we had the hybrid option, so like nobody would come. Like I had classes that had like two hundred person lecture halls with like eight kids sitting in it. Yeah, I had the same. I had like last semester first day of school, we yeah. had a six person lecture. Yeah, um, all six people there, and then like three or four lectures in, I was like, oh, I'm also doing this on Zoom by the way, so I'm not to show up, and then everybody went out. Yeah. Right, which is kind of what I meant when I said, like, do you think anyone actually show up? Like, yes, yeah, some people show up. Yeah. But, like, most of us doesn't. And I feel like that's really depressing for the props. Like, mm. if I were giving a presentation, like, it's just not the same thing as the people online. So I feel like no. that for them. Um, also, like, you talk about, like, hanging out with friends, like, at class. Like, you're not going to make friends if there's Maybe six people there. Definitely not making friends on Zoom. Yeah, oh, you're definitely not going to do rooms are not going to do much for you. are atrocious. Yeah. It's a mixed, like, I agree with all that, but, like, the hassle of actually going to an in-person class, like, I could do without. Do you think that in-person classes are, like, better for you? 
In what way? You mean better for you? Like, socially and academically. So I guess an engineer. Yes. Engineers aren't going to talk to you. Okay. For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're really not a social bunch. Um, so socially, I'm probably not, really not on as much, to be honest. It's so boring. <laughs> um, academically, a lot of the classes I've been taking that were already like modeled for online structure, so like okay. not much of really changed. That's fair. What about you? What would you think if you were still in school? Yeah, I mean, I think not, you graduated. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, no, I think that they were both both worse. Yeah, some of pre med students, so mm-hmm. talking a bunch um, in general. You guys are more social. Yeah, we're a little yeah. more social. Yeah. Um, a lot of conversations that just ended up being like resume comparisons, which like absolutely sucks. So, like I didn't miss that at all. Like I had none of that ever go, but it was great. Um, resumes might be the one that one piece talking about. Oh, it's horrible. But like everyone, because it's like it's so like just being pre-med is so stressful. Yeah. And like there's just like no clear like benchmark for like where you're supposed to be at with like all your things. So it's just mm-hmm. this constant comparison of like the people around you. Engineers kind of have that game. But instead of resumes, it's internships of where you intern. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, traveling. Like, are you still in Michigan? Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, we get that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so just kind of this comparison game, and, and I, I found that completely unfun. But every once in a while, you get like a properly genuine person that yeah. like gets up on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while. Um. And and yeah, and I missed out on that. Like, I look back on like my class friends that I had, you know, which I think are, like, a pretty integral thing to have for, like, your social, like... Yeah, you need that study group. You need that, yeah. And then, like, it, like your, or your work friends, you know, later, like, people that you're not necessarily going to hang out on the weekend, but, like, yeah. someone to chat with on, like, a daily basis. Yeah. Um, so, missing out on that was, like, was really tough. Um, so, I think the social thing is hurt there. And then academically, yeah, I mean, I would be attested to it. I think like I could learn online, but I just the test taking it made it way too easy. Like for yeah. a little bit, I was very compelled to learn as well as I would have otherwise because I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this for my school, maybe this for the MCAT. But then very quickly, like that motivation just kind of dies, and like I don't think that's unique for me. Yeah. Probably yeah. Not. No. <laughs> no. Actually, I know it's not. Like talking to literally everybody else, like maybe tried people. Yeah, just cheated a lot. Yep. And check it out. Just through the roof. Dude, check. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was talking to a freshman earlier, and they're like, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Person classes. Yeah. And I just wish I had the same joy yeah. that I saw in school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over that, are we? A little. I'm growing up, man. I'm trying. Uh, Okay, it's a mature thing. It's because they're immature, that's why they're excited. Besides, they're naive, they can't. Bright eyes, they don't know what the world's really like. Yeah. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Well, I do think that they do have a little bit of a different perspective on it, because, like, high school is even more social than I think, like, Mm -hmm. we are, or, like, like, just, like, a wider network, and, like, when they all got that cut off, it was, like, and also how you define yourself like I feel like we define ourselves in a little bit of a different way but yeah. like high schoolers really define themselves in like who their friends are who they hang out with who they spend their weekends with yeah um and when that was taken away like that yeah but I just think a lot of people were like really lost yeah I mean we were too every age was but I think high schoolers were especially about that and so sure. they're like 
now at like the age where we kind of had moved past that, but they're like still kind of there. Like they yeah. still need that because it was just removed. So there might be some of that. I'm not sure. I was just thought maybe. Yeah. Not that no, couldn't say. <laughs> if you're a freshman. Well, there in the pod. For sure. Thoughts. Yeah. Send us a voice message. You get a, a freshman's viewpoint in college, yeah. <laughs> no, I actually don't care. We're <laughs> not having me the pod. I'd take a voice message, though. We play on the play your voice message. Yeah, play your voice message. Yeah, I do a little, I do a little segment for you yeah. in the next episode, for sure. So, let us know. But, anyways, um, yeah, any closing thoughts? Um... Maybe just like make the, the seafood restaurant put out all the crab meat before. The crab you know, shell for you. Yeah. Or tea shell for you. Because I really don't want to be sticking in the tongue to get in the extra meat. Like, come on, bro. Stay. Come on. Just. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the point in paying to go out to eat? And that's if the thing, you like, have like, to do the work. Part of what you're paying for is the experience of cracking these bones. Is it? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Not so, really. yeah. Sounds awesome. Okay. A lot of people disagree. But for everybody that loves crab legs, yeah. Bacon's pocket is five stars. Yes. Yeah. And if you hate it, Bacon's pocket is five stars. Yeah. Yeah, and you close the box. No. But I think you have another thing for us. I think so. Okay. Um, by the time you guys are listening to this, it's February, which means it's Black History Month. Nice. Um, being that we are a podcast, you know, partially black owned podcast at Matt, 90%. Um, <laughs> Gotta share a prominent, great story of a black America. Um, today, I come to you. A lot of people don't know this man. Um, kind of controversial, pretty controversial, but. In his prime, he was doing he's doing his thing. Okay. <laughs> this guy's name is Little Richard. Okay. Do you know who Little Richard is? I've not heard of Little Richard, <laughs> so I guess you were right in this way. Little Richard, um simply is just the grandfather of rock and roll. Okay. Um, not the father, the grandfather of No. Okay. Not the father, grandfather. He was initially playing music for his church, but would soon go on to do his own rock and roll stuff. And with, after his rock and roll career, go back to doing church music. Um, but Prince, Elvis, uh, more rock and roll people that I can't name, probably Rolling Stones. Nice. Definitely. Oh, shoot, what's his name? Um, Dave Grohl okay. is a drummer for, was oh, drummer for Nirvana? Yes. Um, one of his biggest influences. Okay. Uh, um, that was a quote. That was something he said. That was something he said. Yeah. Nice. He said, if there is somebody that, if there is one celebrity, or if there is any celebrity that I would want to take a picture with, yeah. it, the, only celebrity, the only celebrity would be the original because she has someone that matters. Sweet. Crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he had just a stupid influential career. Um, but why? What's the controversy and why don't people know? Um, okay. So while he was doing his rock and roll thing, yeah. the controversy, the crunch, 
controversial thing at the time was you know, the first person to wear flamboyant suits. Okay. Like, gems all on the suits. Like, yeah. But you can picture when um, Ellen John. Ellen John was yeah. missing. Like, that was this guy. Okay. Before Ellen John was alive. I didn't okay. know Um <laughs> And Ellen John kind of took some flack for that. Yeah. So I can imagine. This dude was like, taking flight in like the 40s. Before him. Yeah. Um, insane. Um, so that was that. When that was that. <laughs> um, because he um, came from a church background, a lot of his um, followers that like, came from church didn't like him singing about girls and dancing and whatnot. Ah, yes. And rock and roll. So like, he also got a like, rock and roll flag for being rock and roll. Okay. After his rock and roll career, um, he would say some pretty conservative Christian things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and that's when, like, his... I mean, like, he wasn't that popular by then, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, that's that. But he should be champion for his influence on the rock movie. Yeah. He has a, a lasting footprint on, on the industry, and more people should know about Go listen to Tutti Fruit. Can we, yeah, is he on Spotify? Or on Spotify. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, on all the streaming platforms, Rolling right. Stones, quotes him as the father of rock. Uh, it's not even really funny. Uh, broke musical barriers. Nice. Go listen to Tutti Fruit. Go okay. listen to Good Golly Miss Molly. <laughs> Good Golly Miss Molly. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. So he did before Elvis. Before Elvis. 1956 was when 2D came out. He was making music before that, obviously, but... Right. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And he's just not... I mean, like, I'm pretty sure Alice was in our history textbooks. Probably. Actually, definitely. Yeah. I didn't really read my history textbooks, so... <laughs> I can tell you. Right. But I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> but not... But literature was not. But not... Literature. No. Definitely. definitely obviously not. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> go with our... Go with some of the 2D fruity after it was fine. So we just put it on. Do you have your permission to switch out your... Outro for Tutti Yeah, I mean, it might be tough for the, the non Spotify listeners, but if you want to, go ahead. Cool. That's all I got. Nice. All right. That's all the podcast three month to all the listeners. I hope you celebrate. Yeah. We'll keep doing this. Bring a couple stories to the home. Yeah. Um, hopefully, yeah. Have some conversations. And yeah. That's us. That's awesome. Bye.